In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Betches Brides Podcast. Today, we have not one, but two very special guests, one with me here in the studio to my left, and then one to my right on a TV screen that I'm looking at. Um, we've got a married couple, you guys, and you might know of them. We have Jorge Morales Pico, who you might recognize from the credits of this podcast because he's a, one of us. He's <laughs> he's on the Betches Brides team. And then we have his beautiful wife, Marina Susie. So listen, I'm excited to hear about their recent wedding. I want to hear all the ups, downs, the hiccups, the high points, everything. And let first of all, tell me why you both are here. Just because we thought both would be best to tell the story. We can't trust the groom on his own. <laughs> well, I think with like, I bet this is the experience of most people. But I think we did the planning of this wedding. It was a long time. It started over a year and a half ago, two years ago. Wow. About a year. About a year ago. We booked the venue early, but the planning was about a year. Yeah. Yeah, we started early with the venue. We actually got the venue before we were even engaged. Before what? we were engaged. Yeah. COVID yeah. times. Why did this happen? Just cause COVID, you knew it was coming. Yeah. It was oh, it was smart. here. Yeah, it was here. So we were looking at venues and they were all booked up, getting booked up years in advance. Um, so we found this venue and we were like, This is perfect. So we just booked it. <laughs> That's honestly, I've he I've heard of people doing that, and that's it sounds psychotic on the surface, but then when you it really does. think about it, it's kind of smart and practical. So, yeah. did you know he was going to propose like kind of before it happened? The proposal, yeah, he had already bought the rings or the ring. We were on the same page from pretty okay. early on in our relationship. <laughs> we were kind of like very sure that we had found our person. So we How started, long have you been dating? We started dating at the summer of 2019. Oh. So it was about yeah. three years before. Why did I think it was yeah. way longer? We got married. Very yeah. compatible. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so you had the conversation. How did that go? Like, how'd you, who kind of like brought it up? Do you remember? I can't remember how it happened, but I think I we both kind of felt that, you know, we were very happy spending time together and we knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. So yeah, that was that's something that I've kind of always known in the relationship. So when we started yeah. talking about marriage and engagement, it just all kind of came very naturally. So we went ring shopping together. Um, we went to, you know, look at venues even before that together and it's all kind of been this collaborative process and Marina obviously had a very, very 
big say in the wedding planning itself. <laughs> um, but it's 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 all felt like, you know, it's been the both of us together the whole time and it's been a wonderful experience. Do you think it's been kind of equal weight or more Marina? I definitely think, especially in the pre-planning process, that Marina took a lot of the the heavy lifting of it. I was expecting. Which I'm so, so thankful <laughs> of. Um, but I, f I feel like most major decisions, like I, I wasn't, uninvolved you know I, right. I i and correct me if i'm wrong marina but i feel like most decisions we made together and mm -hmm. you know, consulted each other a lot on what yeah. the day would be like especially it was really important to me um the flow of the day and mm -hmm. how the day would unfold the timings of things so that's something that we really collaborated a lot on um but maybe the flowers Guys always care about the flow so much which <laughs> yeah. makes sense like we want the flow we want it to flow right men but like yeah guys love the freaking flow of the event <laughs> it's like a buzzword but it's yeah. true you know because like, explain what the flow even means you guys <laughs> I, i'm sure you've been to weddings and i'm sure many it, people have been to weddings important. that are start and stop you know you like yeah. go to a ceremony and yeah. then you're waiting for 20 minutes Buzz and then kill. cocktail hour starts and then yeah. it's so that from the beginning, that was super important for us. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why we ended up going with the venue that we did was because it was this venue upstate in a town called Roxbury, which is near the Catskills. Mm -hmm. And it's a place it's called Roxbury Barn and Estate. Highly, highly recommend. Look at pictures online if you haven't seen this place. Sounds it's gorgeous. so beautiful. But everything happens in the same spot. So the oh. ceremony happens in the little woods that they have, like a pine grove. And then you walk down to a little gazebo where a cocktail hour happens. And then you walk down to the reception and the Perfect. dance floor is right there. So it's all just one venue and everything kind of leads into each other. And dare I say, there is a great flow to this venue. A great flow. flow. <laughs> Did you get that tip? From, no, because I guess my wedding was already over by the time you guys started planning. I was going to say that was one of the big, not to make your wedding about mine, <laughs> but that was really important. I, I it, that, that way it's nice. You don't need to provide, you didn't need to provide any transportation. No transportation, guests, right? exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, That's just me. to get home, but... Right. But from, from the venue like, and from the, the venue, day, but okay. in between the different events, we didn't really have to yeah. worry about people. Okay. How would people get there? They would just walk. That's yeah. amazing. That's like <laughs> such a added stress reliever and just like a budget saver. So you guys planned this thing together. Marina did more work as expected. Did you get into any like um, it, you said you made the decisions together, but did you ever disagree on things? I think the biggest source of friction i would say i don't think we ever had like a big disagreement on anything but the biggest no. source of sort of uncomfortable conversations was budget the entire time yeah okay. um just who was the more frugal one jorge uh, yeah i yeah. think i generally was <laughs> but 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 you were you were also very open to listening to the rationale which i appreciated <laughs> <laughs> did you have to make a powerpoint presentation at any point marina did nope did okay, not do good. that <laughs> but we I've did do a spreadsheet yeah. okay so yeah we did a spreadsheet very early on we had a number in mind that we didn't want to go over we obviously did mm -hmm. but did. it was it was still you know we i think and the venue helped us with this we cared about the things that mattered. We, yes. we kind of tried to spend money smartly. What are those things for you? So our venue was all outdoors and we did it in the middle of summer. So it was all very luscious, great flowers everywhere to mm. begin with. So Gorgeous. I think that allowed us to not spend that much money on decorations, honestly. Yeah. So our initial, uh, the highest cost of the whole wedding was the venue. 
but it allowed us like no transportation. Um, we saved on decorations. We mm -hmm. saved on a couple of key other areas that people tend to spend a lot of money on because the venue kind of ha came with those costs. Oh, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, did you have to bring in like rentals and stuff to the venue, or did they have all of that? The venue had catering. They had like Amazing. catering uh, partnership with a company nearby. So that was very easy. We didn't have to shop around for that. And we were super happy with the food. Um, and there was a couple of things that the venue, venue provided, like chairs and, gotcha. and, um, and you, you know, that type of those? stuff. We kept some those. Some rides are like, no, I want other ones. The, the chairs they had were very nice. They were nice. fine. And okay, cool. Yeah, they had yeah, just they were beautiful. A, yeah, whole new chairs. So we were happy with them. Okay. And again, that's one of those things that even if the chairs were kind of like, okay, I don't think that really matters. At the you end know of what the I day, mean? it here's the th mentality with it. It might matter, I'm putting quotes over that, to you like leading up before, but then literally after, let's say you don't pick the chair, the new fancy chairs and you stay with the ones the venue has. After it, you're like, I didn't need to do those chairs. Right. You know? Right. No one cares about the chairs. No one cares know. about the chairs. I'm negating myself or contradicting myself because I do say chairs matter. That's like what we've said <laughs> in the past with the overall. They do make a difference in the aesthetically overall impact of the design, yeah. I think. But it, to use a different reference, like the tablecloths, that's a big thing. I'm anti-tablecloths. I don't think they matter if you don't yeah. have the budget. I agree. They don't it's, matter. It's th that, that type of like aesthetic decision might mm -hmm. feel so important when you're planning a wedding because right. you're looking at everything in a vacuum kind of by itself. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, what's more important is that your guests are having fun and that the food is good and that yep. they're in a good yeah. place. You know, it, like that type of minuscule decision, I think, can feel disproportionately more important than it ends up being yeah. on the day. How many people did you guys have? So we wanted 90 people. Oh, and perfect. We ended up inviting like 140. Mm. So there was because I have a very big family. My my father is one of seven siblings. So just a lot of people. And I'm one of the younger ones. So a lot of my cousins already are married and have families and stuff. So the in, the initial guest list kind of ballooned a little bit. But then 90 people ended up showing up. So it was oh. like perfect. It oh, all wow. worked out. That's a good. I thought you were going to tell me that all 140 said yes. Oh no! I mean, there was there was a moment there in which we were kind of worried about it, but <laughs> 90 is really the sweet spot. I think That's, it was a great number. That really is, Brooke, who I, whose wedding I've been bringing up on every episode. If Brooke, if you're listening, you're welcome. I've been referencing. She's the one who did the Dominican Republic. It was oh, 90 yeah. people. Everybody got to know each other, but it didn't feel too small. Like you always had somebody mm -hmm. to hang out with and talk to. It was just the perfect number for the intimate. So guys, cut your guest lists down. You don't need a <laughs> one forty person. Yeah, wedding. no. That ninety no, people feel also feels like there's you know there's a crowd. It doesn't yeah. feel too yeah. sparse. I think it was. I'm really happy with what yeah. we ended up with. Did you guys have a wedding planner? We did not have a wedding planner. Um, our venue had a day of coordinator who was mm -hmm. amazing. If your venue has that, use that. It's free, <laughs> yeah. which is great. And they're usually phenomenal. Ours was phenomenal. She, she called, we, we spoke maybe, I don't know, once a month leading up to it. And then t almost twice a week, the, the, the two weeks coming up to the wedding or approaching the wedding. Um, and she asked me questions. We filled out forms. We went through everything over and over and over again. Um, and it really felt like everything was under control, which can be hard when you've mm -hmm. been planning for a year 
and having everything just come together seems impossible in your brain. Impossible. <laughs> but they make it happen. Uh, so it's definitely the way to go if you can. Okay, so that's so interesting that you've had like calls with her once a month and she seemed very integrated in the process from the beginning because you know, I've heard mixed reviews about venue coordinators. I mean, I mm. it's so hard to tell. I don't want to tell all brides yeah. like just use them. Don't hire because I yeah. think it just so depends because I, some venue coordinators I've seen like don't do all that. But then what? Mm -hmm. So on the day of, did she act like a day of coordinator to you? Like did she, was she there with you guys as the couple kind of tending to you or was she more focused on different vendors coming into the venue? What kind of stuff was she it was a mix of both. Yeah, she had a little bit of everything, I would say. She was really focused on making sure that like I had what I needed and I was comfortable. And then if we needed something, she would go and get it. She would let the vendors in, organize them. She really did everything. Um, wow. And like as a team, they all had little headsets. So they were talking to each other and coordinating like that, which was, I think, phenomenal. Oh, so there was more than one or the, the rest of the venue team? Yeah, she's the coordinator, but then there's... Casper, who owns the venue, plus, you know, the vendors and whatnot, Every, the staff, everyone's on these little, I don't know, walkie-talkie type things. <laughs> That's one of Sean, you guys know Sean. <laughs> of course. That's what, that we was do. one of his big tips is if you aren't hiring a wedding planner, if it's just like you, you're appointing a friend, get walkie-talkies from Amazon and use them on yeah. the app. Yeah, it's so yeah. valuable. And that's another thing about the venue and specifically our situation, why we really enjoyed the Day of Coordinator is that so many of the services, um, like catering and, and food and beverage and everything was integrated with the venue. So it yeah. really felt like mm -hmm. the Day of Coordinator knew everyone had worked with everyone. The vendors mm -hmm. already knew the venue. So it was a very, Got I think, you. unique situation in which hiring someone else to come in I think would have would have been kind of yeah. weird because oh, you know okay, they okay. they don't know the caterer on a first name basis they don't see each other every weekend you know so yeah. this venue specifically I think was super well positioned to having someone like that just be there every weekend right. and knows the venue inside and out knows well, where things are and because is it in kind of a remote location it is yes. it's okay. yeah it's about two and a half hours three hours from New York City. Okay. So it's not like, you know, super far, but it, it kind of, it was, it had the feel of a destination wedding. Like there was yeah. no one there that just went for the day and then went back to their home at the, mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So it did have that sort of like okay. easy to get to, but still destination wedding. Right. Cause I was going to say, like, I feel like if it's in a more remote location, they probably only have like a good handful of vendors that do an amazing job that they kind of work with and churn out all these great weddings right. with like the same team, which like you said, bring in that case bringing in an outside person might have confused things. Exactly. Definitely. So that's a good tip. When you couples out there are looking for your venues, just look for somebody who has like all of it. Like if you want to customize your wedding and do, you know, a beach where you are bringing in the tables, chairs, food, everything, then do that Go by for all it. means. Yeah. Mm, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably uh, be writing in soon for advice. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. 
you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code Brides 20, newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more. More special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I mean, Jorge and Marina, I work with Jorge in the office. He didn't look stressed. You didn't look stressed out. Well, a big I mean, part of it, too. too. Yeah, Marina. Mar- I didn't see Marina. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Were you stressed at all? I, I really, overall, no. And I think a big part of that was starting so early. Uh, okay. I started, I started booking our vendors a year out. So I had all of my vendors booked in July, uh, 2021, okay. which was very helpful. And then kind of as it got closer and closer and closer, all the little things started to get a little bit stressful, mm-hmm. but not to the point where I was freaking out and you know, tired all the time. It was, it was still enjoyable. The whole process was enjoyable. And I think really the key is start early. Don't wait until five months to book your DJ, especially not now, because even still vendors are booked out years in advance because of COVID. So start early, people. Start (laughs) early. And the tough thing about starting early is sometimes you do need more of a guest count to do certain things. Like you can't just make your seating chart a year out in advance. Yeah. But So you do have to leave some of those tasks till, but like start at least like even gathering inspiration. Like I was like, I took two weeks to decide on what first dance song and I could have started thinking about it. You can think about things and then decide as it gets on, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Jorge, you said the flow was really important to you. Yeah. Like what other stuff was important to you guys when planning? When planning, what was super important to you is that everybody was comfortable, especially like in terms of my bridesmaids. Mm. Um, I wanted everyone to come into the day feeling relaxed and happy and confident. That was my big thing. I didn't want to be a bride that was like, you need to do this with your hair and you need to do this with your nails and you have to get this dress, even though it might not be the most like flattering or be the most appealing or one that you would want to ever wear again, right? I wanted people to be happy and comfortable and confident. So that was that was really, really important for me for the day of and also That's really for myself. Sweet of you. 
You're you're like the anti bridezilla. Your bridesmaids probably <laughs> loved you. Did they ever say to you? Were they ever like, no, just tell us what to do, Marina? Like, were they or were they like happy and receptive to you being that sweet? They were receptive to it for sure. But I mean, I had guidelines, right? The dresses were all the same color, mm-hmm. um, and I, I basically. Gave them We used Desi I made a showroom Which was very oh, helpful okay. Making a showroom For your brides Like hey Here are a bunch of dresses That I really like That I think could work If you don't like One Is of those Let me know Is this a platform? It's a website Oh That's really Desi, helpful D-E-S-S-Y Like Yeah And they have Like infinite colors like oh, so oh, many colors. Dresses. Okay, okay. Dresses, I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. I thought this was like a special program for, I don't know, like a software. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> just for dresses. No, okay. That sounds pretty cool, though. Maybe <laughs> no. we, should, we should start that. that. should be invented. Like a yeah. matching clueless thing oh. for bridesmaids' dresses. Yes, they do. Okay, so let's get on to the ceremony details. Yeah. I want to hear all yes. about it. You had a very brief ceremony. Was this because Sean got in your heads before? Because I know he's a big proponent <laughs> of the brief ceremony. No, I mean, okay. we, we're not religious people. So no. to us, the most important part of the ceremony was just that we got married in the end. You know, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't put that much pressure on it to be this like huge moment. You know, mm-hmm. to us, the wedding was really the food and the dancing. That was really what was, at least for me, was most important. So we did, we wrote our own vows, but we were like, let's keep them short. You know, this is is more for us than for anyone else. Did you cry? Yeah. (gasps) I cried a lot. And it's funny because Marina has (laughs) the the bit, the, biggest reputation for being a crier but oh yeah on the wedding day i feel like i was i was inconsolable um from the moment my my parents walked me down the aisle (laughs) and like they started tearing up and i started tearing up and it it was it was very very i mean even just thinking about it right now i'm you know Kind oh, of reminds me oh, of those feelings. Hey, if it's, you cry right now, I will so help me God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I will too. Oh my God. Oh no. I won't cry, but it was. Guys, also, the was setting sweet. was so beautiful. Like I said, it was yeah. in this pine grove. You and were like surrounded friends. by these massive, yeah. massive pine trees. Oh. Our, our dog Daisy was the ring bearer. So she yeah. walked down the aisle <laughs> with the rings. Dog. Daisy. You know, it was I very love cute. incorporating dog into wedding. I never really understood it before I got my own puppy. And now I fully under like if we got married, if we weren't married yet, he would he would be the star. <laughs> Jorge, you're gonna make me cry. How is he was, crying? Yeah, no, his, no, his no. eyes Aww. teared up, his, and that Aww. is insane. So wait, you're not usually the crier, though. No, no, no not I'm really. I'm such a crier. I'm the person who cries at commercials. <laughs> I cry when I see, like, I don't know. I cry over almost everything. Not uh, necessarily sobbing, but I get very emotional very fast. Yeah, um, yeah. I was. I held it together. We. Yeah. I cried a lot during the, our first look, though. I that's think that's true. when I got it out. We did a first look before really? the ceremony. Yeah. So I, I needed that for my yeah. emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. That's smart. That's yeah. when you got it out. And yeah, I got it And then it you out. got to like take photos together, I'm assuming. And Exactly. You know, yes. We so go. we did all that. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Nice. So you had a short ceremony. Short ceremony. Short ceremony. Yeah. We did our offici- vows and we kind of just, yeah. Who officiated the ceremony? Our friend, Matei. Okay. He's he's a kind of I wouldn't say childhood friend, but you know, we college from college. Um we met in Italy, which I know you just love got back that. from. We love met Italy in, here. In Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and we became just such good friends and he was coming to the wedding and so we thought 
Why not? Perfection. I, Why not? I like when it's not like family member. You just pick a friend, knows you well, yeah. good yeah. performer, can really carry it. He's an opera singer in Prague. So okay. He was the perfect performer. He's a literal performer. And what I really appreciated about him, I didn't know him that well. I barely yeah. had met him. You know, we talked over Zoom a couple of times, but he really, he really took out that responsibility um, and ran with it. You know, yeah. it yeah. mattered to him that he was chosen. He felt so touched. Yeah, and yeah. he wrote a speech and, you know, he 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 took it seriously, which I really appreciate it. You know, like yeah. if you're going to choose a friend, sure, you can choose like whoever you want, but choose someone who Takes you think will seriously. value it in some yes. way, because it, it just yeah. made the whole ceremony even that more special. Right. To right. have someone there that also was so like thankful and proud of being there. I, yeah. That's like the enthusiasm and wanting to do it is so important. That's such a good point. And I think a lot of other couples are probably in the same position where you guys have only been dating since 2019. That's really not that long, even though you guys are like more no. in love than ever. Right. Than ever. But um, that's really not like that long. So you don't have a lot of mutual friends or family that have known both of you since birth. Right. So yeah, I mean, you just pick a friend who knows one of you really well, is going to get to know the other really well too, and then who takes it seriously and yeah. wants to be there. Yeah. I love that. I didn't think about that because yeah. we were Catholic and had to pick a deacon, um, but he was great. So, did you guys want a long reception though? You wanted you said you wanted to focus on that for Yeah, now. so right after the ceremony there was a cocktail hour. Oh wow. And we hired a, a violinist, um Kiara Fassi, who lives in Brooklyn, but she plays the electric violin. So Stop. she was playing she played during the ceremony and there were the procession on and everything and then she left for a cocktail hour and she was playing like Beyonce uh, <laughs> all these She was amazing. You know, she was incredible, but she was playing during cocktail hour and we had some light, you know, canapes, a couple of uh, of appetizers. <laughs> Whoa. And uh and our co cocktails up there and that was also one of my favorite moments cuz you know we had just gotten married. Oh, and the cocktail hour, you're on a high. It, yeah, it was such yeah. a high moment and everyone was so happy because, you know, before the wedding, you don't really get to interact with the guests and stuff. So it was right. like saying hi and everyone was so drink. happy. You can finally drink. And we did open bar the whole time. That was also something that, you know, kind of inflated the budget a little bit. But I think that yeah. it's important. important. You know, did, people have come all this question, way. Question though, because I'm so curious about how different venues do this. Was it price per head or was it per consumption? It was per head, which... Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it, how it worked out uh, if we would have paid more or less. But I mean, mm -hmm. I drank a fair amount. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you consumed. We, so your I, price right. would have gone consumed. up. Yeah. I always wonder. I think personally, if it's price per consumption, you're actually going to save because you never know. There might be the pregnant woman or right. the sober person or, you know, people that don't drink. Your but uncle then again, that doesn't drink. Yeah. But then again, you might have the uncle that does drink. <laughs> So I don't know. I just I think most yeah. venues mine did it price per head too, which kind of sucks because then if you're like so and so, I know won't be drinking, but you're still right. charging me x amount. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, what they did was it was twenty one or up was a certain price, and then between a certain age, it was like if oh. you're um, if you're, you couldn't drink, it was less. And then if you're under nine, it was free, which was really nice. I thought. Oh, mine yeah. didn't do that. What? I maybe mine did, and I just never asked or checked. That's a tip. Ask it is your a venue. Tip. Yeah. Ask. 
Ask if, the I know, if you know people that aren't going to be drinking, I think it is fair to go up to your yeah. van and be like, hey, like, this is my sober uncle. Yeah. I don't think he should yes. count for the open bar. Right. And most venues, if they like are nice, might be like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Here you go. We'll yeah. dunk them off. Save a couple hundred there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Wish true. I had listened to this before mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anything you wish, like, were there any hiccups, anything you wish you would have done differently? I see on our notes here, yes. the dog walker story. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I head this one, Jorge? Of course, of course. Okay, so Daisy the dog. We wanted her to be there. We knew we wanted her to be there. Um, and something that was really awesome was that our transportation coordinator – had all these other connections with people in the area. So she had a dog walker. We were like, great, perfect. Let's get in touch. Um, so she was awesome. She had all these connections. So they had a dog walker. So we said, great, let's do it. Set it up. We met and I had said to him explicitly, Daisy is going to come down with a bridesmaid. You're going to be off in the Kind of like in the woods, which sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> You're going to be in the woods waiting in the woods. to the side. And then we'll hand the dog off, Daisy off to you, and you will whisk her away. Mm -hmm. Oh, this man, bless his heart. He literally sat in red shorts and tube socks in the third row in the aisle for the entire ceremony. No. <laughs> so he, he's in every picture. <laughs> he's in literally every picture. In the aisle? Yeah, in the aisle. In like Bef the third row. Wasn't he supposed to grab Daisy at this point and yeah, whisk? He just didn't. So Daisy got super bored and like da dug a Started hole. Started digging <laughs> and barking. <laughs> he didn't do his job. What? He didn't do his Why job. Why was he wearing uh, red shorts? I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why? <laughs> I have so many questions. Why was he wearing wet shorts? Why did he sit in the aisle or sit and down? You guys period. seem like a very laid back couple who wouldn't care about like little things in photos. But like it, this had to be kind of bad because you guys it's are bad. <laughs> yeah. are, are is he like front and center in some of the photos? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a very beautiful picture of one of Marina's bridesmaid who just had a baby, uh -huh. like holding the baby, walking out, and he's like right behind her. Oh. And even, <laughs> like, so even the red shorts looking shitty aside, it's like this man you don't really know. So like you don't right. even want just him. Even person. if he was dressed nice, you don't want him. <laughs> totally. Right. I mean, oh it's gosh. funny. Like it's you can laugh story. about it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to Photoshop him out of some of the really nice ones. <laughs> Tell your future kids it's like Santa Claus <laughs> dropping out. Yeah, know. that's, I mean, he did have white hair and was wearing red shorts. So, oh, so yeah, might have true. to do Santa that. came to the wedding hunt. That'll be a Summer cool Claus. story for oh, the man. kids. I love that. <laughs> that was Summer funny. Claus. The other little thing that happened, which um, was a little bit more of a sort of like discomfort type of thing, mm -hmm. was that when we sat down for, after we came in from cocktail hour, we sat down for dinner and then we decided to do all the speeches up front. You know, the first speech that happened was Marina's parents would do a welcome toast. Mm -hmm. um, and by that point... Keyword being toast. Right, by that point, we just wanted people <laughs> to have champagne so he could do like, let's toast. And then yeah. a couple more would happen. And we get there and champagne is just not in the glasses, <gasps> which was, I mean, fine. Yeah. He just did his speech and then just said, well, and welcome to you all. And he just didn't say, let's raise a glass at the end, which, okay. you know... But did people have their drinks from cocktail hours? Yeah, people had some of? drinks. I yeah. had a drink in my hand okay. and people were kind of walking around with drinks. So that was fine. Um, and we just kind of moved on. But 
the weird thing that happened was like suddenly our photographer oh god comes up to our table and was like hey i just want you to know that like i told them that champagne had to be in the glasses but they didn't listen to me and they were really mean to me but i just want you to know that i i knew like i told them the right thing i just need you to know that and we we're like okay and then the dj showed up and he was like hey so like oh i thought we were doing the toast now but i thought it wasn't it later and then like suddenly this sort of committee happened yeah surrounding us at the table as oh, we had surrounding sitting you guys surrounding yeah. like me at the table like asking oh, all these questions and i was no. like um i don't know I, all i know is that we should have champagne in our glasses like you guys can you figure it out please it was like this yeah. bizarre interaction Ooh, that weird. happened yeah. that you would expect you know, these vendors to not go up to the bride. Yeah. Um, oh, right God. as dinner is happening. So yeah. that was just a little, it, it was a little hiccup. A it wasn't like a problem, I wouldn't say. Right. You know, it's kind of like, I went up to them Still. later. It's like, hey, like if anything else comes up, just Don't. pull up to the side or yeah. ask Danielle. Like, there's yeah. a day of coordinator. Yeah. There's people that she? you can talk to. Not blaming her. She kind of showed up later and also had a question. And it, it was, it was yeah. a little bit like, it was a, a bit of a, you know, it, yeah, a thing that we didn't want Friction. to happen. That's so yeah. weird that the photographer, not like slandering your photographer, but she they, took great pictures. But it was, yeah, you would expect someone who works like, weddings to not do right. that, right? Or maybe that's something at the, at like the next day, being like, you know, I loved working your wedding, but just the thing with the champagne. I right. promise, I had told them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If she was, yeah. and we would never have blamed her for their not being yeah. champagne. Well, like she didn't well, have to she go. She saw me looking confused and and was like, "What's wrong? What can I do to help?" And I said to her, "Well, we're supposed to have champagne in our glasses." And so she went to the bar and told them, and then they mm -hmm. got mad at her and told her that she was overreacting. I think a good, <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because it's like they're like fixated. They, yeah, that's her overthinking, thinking you guys think it's her. I don't know, but yeah. I think a good lesson learned from your guys's hiccup would be you can say to like your vendors leading up to the wedding like or have somebody say it if you don't want to be the bad guy you could say like look i really want to enjoy the wedding day are there any last questions now that you need from me like any yeah. things yeah. we want to talk about because you know i really don't want to have to be like making decisions on the day of and deciding things or like you know, really dealing yeah. with a lot. Like, right. I think you can totally say that before, especially if you don't have a planner because usually like the planner's yeah, job totally. is to intercept. Um, you know, I think that I, my planner, I will say, I had a month of planner. She did this really great thing where the week of, she noticed a bunch of the vendors emailing me because I was so integrated in the process. Mm -hmm. I had planned it up until that month mm -hmm. um, and even beyond that month. But I was so, I like, I was the one people were coming to and people vendors were emailing me about last minute things left and right. I mean, I was stressed with emails and mm -hmm. work and, you know, week of things. So she's actually emailed all of them separately. She was like, is it okay if I do this? And I was like, please do. <laughs> she emailed all of them on a chain and was like, all right, enough going to Nicole. You're coming to me now. I, if I don't know the answer, I will figure it out from Nicole. But like she, she kind of took the reins of that communication. Yeah. That's a great lesson if you have someone and also... Or a bridesmaid. Even a if you... Exactly. Maid of honor. I, that's intercept. what I was going to say that make yeah. it clear with your vendors. Um, look, on the day of, this mm -hmm. is the person that you're going to go to if you have any questions, any concerns, mm -hmm. any confusions. Yeah. Just appoint someone that everyone knows is kind of the person, who, the point of contact. Right. If yeah. you will. So that type of that. situation, that's something that I think... 
it's a, it's a small thing at the end of the day. Like it wasn't, you know, the whole thing probably was 30 seconds, you know, yeah. it kind of feels like this, this huge thing that happened, but it was, you know, maybe, maybe a minute, but that type of thing can be very easily avoided by just having someone who, you know, is going to kind of yeah. knows what the flow of the day is, has a schedule with them and can answer that type of question. Or if they don't know, you know, it wouldn't much better for a bridesmaid to come and ask us oh, what happened sure. or for communicate something as opposed to these vendors coming up to us. Swarming. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. But that was really, I think, can you think of any other hiccup, any, any other things no, that happened? The, the rest the of it was just yeah, okay. so lovely. Any big highlights of the reception? I mean, the dancing was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Band I have, or DJ? I had, I had a DJ. DJ. We had a DJ. Um, but the DJ was super great. We met with him a couple oh, of times before. Awesome. And, you know, the whole concept of this wedding, Marina grew up in New York. So the location was in New York. Um, I grew up in Puerto Rico. So we also wanted mm-hmm. to pay homage to my side of, of the marriage. So the food was mostly Puerto Rican and it was super delicious. delicious. Like the catering company did an amazing job. And with the music, we also wanted to inject a little bit of that, you know, culture it. into it. So the DJ worked with us um, a lot in making sure we had playlists that, you know, was good and mm-hmm. music that everyone liked. And my family, you know, like I said, my, my father's one of seven siblings. So there was a lot of oh my like God. my uncles and cousins there and they all had a great time like uncle jesus was tearing up the dance floor and, you know. <laughs> everybody needs uncle jesus tearing up they do floor. it uh, was it was an amazing I, I think that was the highlight of yeah. uh of yeah. that day for me it was just did people take shots at the wedding i only have to ask because i know i keep bringing up sean because you two are best friends jorge and sean are best friends and i know this they whole are love sean He's a big fan of just taking shots at the wedding. Did you guys do that? Uh, yeah, we, we took, I took okay. shots. Did you take a shot? I don't think you did. Oh, God, no. Smart. <laughs> Smart. No, yeah. it was my mission to stay sober. Mostly sober. sober. Like, Smart. I had, I probably had three drinks over the course of the night. I just didn't want to feel Smart. bad the I next day. Three drink. I mean, it depends how much you can handle and drink, but yeah. for the bride, I think a three drink is a perfect. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's not too it much, is. not too much. I tried to pace myself as well, but by the time we got to the dance floor, mm-hmm. you know, I was oh, like, yeah. let's just. And people it's, yeah. make time. sure you have one in your hand at all times. That yes, they do. Yeah. They uh, really do. So you guys made kind of a weekend out of it, right? Yeah. You did. We did. Let's talk about that. And yeah. how was that? It sounds like a destination wedding. Yeah. So yeah. on Friday, we had our rehearsal at the venue. Um, mm-hmm. and afterwards we wanted to do the rehearsal dinner and do like a little welcome party, not necessarily saying like th- it's dinner, but just welcoming everyone who was already in the area. Cause you know, we knew most people would be there on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, our venue, the owner of our venue told us about this amazing place, um, East branch farms, which is very close to our venue. And it's a Korean kimchi farm which is this unique thing, cool. you know, you would never expect I love this kimchi. in New York. And yeah, it, it ended up being amazing. They don't serve alcohol. They don't really do that many events or anything. So it was okay. more of a, hey, like, can you do this? What yeah. can you offer? And they were just kind of working with them a lot. And it ended up being an amazing, very budget friendly thing because... You know, if you go up to a place like this that isn't necessarily super used to doing events, you know, it won't be the most polished thing. Like, for example, we were playing music out of like this tiny speaker, um, but we got to bring our own alcohol, our own wine. So we saved a lot of money on that. And the food was, I mean, Marina, the food was incredible, right? It was. It was was amazing. It sounds more enjoyable to me than like a, 
yacht rehearsal party. Right, like yeah. a yacht or, a, I don't know, like a garden party or whatever that Who ends up being another kind of yeah, reception, you know, another wedding. Yeah. That's true. This, you save money and it doesn't even get near to upstaging the wedding. Exactly. Some people do do like a really yeah. nice rehearsal dinner, especially if it's like the one of the like the brides or the groom's family or the who whatever sorry take that out because i want to be inclusive can you hear that sorry i'm working on some people do do um you know especially if it's like one person in the couple's family taking on just the rehearsals sometimes it's like a com- competition of the families and it becomes like who can plan the better event right, wedding yeah, or rehearsal right, and it's right. like no just yeah look oh, if you fun. don't care go all out but there yeah. there is a way um I think I kind of agree with that. Like if you're doing a destination wedding, you kind of have to plan something, but it doesn't mean that you need to spend $10,000. You know, you can do it for yeah. way cheaper yeah. at a place that can be outside. Just buy plenty of alcohol. Exactly. Just bring your own Some alcohol. Just You can work with that type of little place depending mm-hmm. on where you are, of course. But finding those spots, I think is always doable. And there's always a way to do that type of event without breaking the bank. 1000%. I love like a backyard rehearsal welcome party. Okay, so did you have a Sunday brunch? We did a Sunday brunch. Mm. Want to talk about them, Marina? Sure. Yeah. So our Sunday brunch was at a cidery, which was so fun. Cute. It's called Rockland Cider Works. I recommend it. Head on up. Um, mm-hmm. It, we had live music. It was kind of a, it added to our budget to have live music, but it was worth it for us. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They were incredible. <laughs> was this a planned, like, did you invite and have people RSVP? Yes. Oh. It was on our wedding website to RSVP. Because, again, because it's a cidery, it was, we had to pay for the alcohol. So it was also a per head basis. Mm. But they had that same deal of if it's under a certain age, that it's less and so on and so forth. But, yeah, we had a Sunday brunch. We had it catered from a local cafe. Which is another way that wow. we also saved a little bit of money there. You know, we we got sandwiches and pastries and stuff from a little cafe in town. Amazing. Um, it was super this delicious. This sounds all so fun. How many of the guests from the wedding, you had 90 wedding guests. How yeah. many people came to the brunch? Let's say about Roughly 60, 70. 70. Oh, that's roughly a good turnout. 70. Yeah. yeah, roughly 70. And it, it wasn't all at once. It was kind of a flow of okay. people, yeah. which was lovely. We had yeah. it. It was like a four-hour window. Okay. So, yeah, it was awesome. People were dancing and having cider mimosas. <laughs> I highly recommend. It was long they games, are delicious. It was cornhole, giant Jenga. Oh, guys, it, yeah. this fun. sounds like a fun, like, retreat weekend with alcohol. Like, I <laughs> It kind of was. I like that all in all, it just sounds to me like you guys didn't really futz with, like, the little details and things. Like, yeah. you, d- you didn't. Yeah. But you... You just had really fun events that you just so yeah. happen to be getting married at. Right? And I think that's the type of people who we are. You know, we, yeah. we don't really we're not super materialistic. We care about yeah. having fun and experiences. Yeah. Like that's what we get each other. Most uh, occasions and stuff is just Love experiences it. like experiences. going to a restaurant or traveling or something. And I think that also we tried to reflect that in our wedding. You know, we wanted mm-hmm. things to do. We wanted it to be maybe if it wasn't the most polished or, you know, the most flowers you've ever seen in a wedding or the <laughs> nicest silverware we just wanted people to have a good time and yeah. for it to have like i mean uh, i'm mad i didn't get tone. the invite okay <laughs> I, it sounds so much fun you have to redo it redo it um no okay <laughs> uh, i love that that is beautiful well 
Okay. Any last piece of advice for other couples planning before we move on? My big thing is do you. This is your day and it's really easy to fall into other people's wants and desires, but at the end of the day, it's for you. So stick to your uh, values and make it about you. Love it. Seconded. 100%. (laughs) That's He's learning. That's the number one rule of marriage. Always agree with the wife. Good job, Jorge. Um, Okay, yay, you guys. This was amazing. Filled with tips, knowledge. I learned some new stuff about weddings that I wish I could go back in time and replan my wedding and do. (laughs) But we can only move forward. Well, now it's time for Unpopular Opinions, brought to you by High Noon Heart Seltzer. This segment is all about unpopular wedding opinions, but as a professional wedding attendee and wedding holder, I can say that if you have high noons at your wedding, there will be nothing unpopular about it. So grab a can and let's get into our first unpopular opinion. Okay. The first one is, this one is good for you guys. Giant seating chart displays are a waste of money. (laughs) I disagree. We I did think that. I disagree too. I mean, <laughs> oh, you guys did. We did, we did that pretty cheaply. We just got it printed at like Kinkos or whatever. So all in all, it was what thirty or forty bucks. Forty bucks. Forty bucks. Not bad. So yeah. I do think it's important that people know where they're seated. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. if you have other interesting ways of communicating that, go for it. But you don't have to break the bank to do a seating chart. Yeah. And what we did actually, we didn't talk about this. Is we didn't do individual seats we just did tables tables yeah um which made it a little bit easier on us to to not be like oh well that person can't sit next to that person or whatever it was just kind of like sit at this table we kind of did like close family you know Mm -hmm. friends table marina's close family you know our table that kind of stuff so that made the planning a little bit easier and especially i don't know if this is normal but last minute we had a lot of sort of like changes to the guest list because suddenly, like, my uncle couldn't come, so he sent his my cousin instead. And then my cousin, oh. girlfriend, suddenly thought that he could she could come, but we were like, uh... <laughs> so, so we had a lot of sort of, like, last, like, week of juggling of tables and stuff. So um, just doing a table can really oh, yeah. save you in that type of situation. Like, God not having to, like, replace any... seat by seat. Yeah, no, I don't know how people... We did the same thing, assign tables, not seats. And some weddings don't even assign tables, so. Yeah, that's a step too far for me. (laughs) that's a lot. I've been to them there. It's like a free-for-all. Everybody just sits wherever and everybody goes for the best table. No, I definitely assign tables. But I like that you guys just did a seating chart that was, you you had it because you needed to communicate the information, but you didn't hire a vendor to make this fancy thing. I like it. What did you do? Did you, like design who designed it marina designed so all I, of these yeah yeah so i i designed all of it i went well are to you be a designer fair, I was on etsy okay kind of. no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i went on to etsy and downloaded a template for 199 yeah. for all of our signage that we used they had different sizes it was perfect and then just plugged oh. in all the the names and kind of organized it how we wanted and then we just printed it for 40 bucks on through Kinko's or through FedEx. All these brides talk about these Etsy templates. I think that's so interesting. You can just go on. Yes. And you said there was other signs that all like. Yeah, yes. we did so a we bunch had, of signs. Yeah, we had signs for our wedding favors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were the same kind of uh, font and 
formatting and yeah. imagery. So yeah, it all kind of went together. It was nice. Oh, amazing. That's, yeah. I mean, that's how you saved money there. Because some yeah, vendors, totally. if you hire like a custom signage illustrator person, they're going to, that price will be a lot higher. Yeah. For, yeah. Okay. I agree with you guys for this that giant se- fancy seating charts are definitely a waste of money. Put that money towards the music, towards the alcohol, something else that really matters. Um, 61% of our audience agrees with us as well for that Ooh. one. We have um, the people vote on Instagram. So, yeah. Okay. The next one. Mm. The groom's family should pay for some wedding things. This is like clearly a disgruntled bride who's like (laughs) the groom's family is like, you pay for everything. But this person is saying the groom's family should pay for some wedding things. Yes, I think I think honestly, it should be an equal divide between the families. If some um, married couples just want to pay for it all themselves and that's fine, too. But if you're involving family, I really think just just be even right. In my opinion, a little antiquated to say. You, know, you only pay for that and you only pay for that, but you know. Yeah. Totally. I think this I think thankfully we've gotten away from the notion of you're the woman, so your father must fund the yeah. entire wedding. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> that's I mean, that is I know that's how some, you know, some weddings are or some people still are, but it's like, yeah, this day and age, whoever can pay for it, bless you, whoever can, bless yes. their heart. Totally. But it's a it's it's a team. Thing. You got to all yeah. chip in. And that type of rule, I think, is there's so many kind of traditional yeah. rules in weddings in general that I yeah. think are so counterproductive and end up just causing more problems. So oh, yeah. as many of those rules that I think you can kind of stay away from. Break just, them. Yeah, don't care. Don't don't listen to what oh. everyone says. Mm-mm. There's one rule. Well, not really a rule. One thing that we switched is kind of related, but also related yes. was when we were gonna kiss right we didn't want you can kiss the bride because that also sounded weird so we i had, didn't even know we could change that you can change it so what we had our our officiant mate do was he said you may now kiss one another which oh. i thought was so nice another yeah. one of those little antiquated things out the door i so. like that better yeah me too. I, you just made me realize that you can now kiss the bride that's so weird like it is why, weird isn't it why yeah, does it he is get to kiss me yeah like, right what yeah Ooh, now i'm like weirded out by that saying <laughs> <laughs> change it oh my god no i'm so you know what that's such a good idea i you really can change anything have your you can change whatever unless, you want unless you have a strict catholic deacon <laughs> well yeah maybe <laughs> true but other than yeah. that other than um, that wait wow okay great tip I mean, this is the kind of stuff, this is why I love this podcast, not to toot our own horns, but this is the kind of stuff you don't think of. And that's what yeah. the beauty of Betcha's Brides is. You don't think of it until you listen. Okay, so 90% of people agreed that the groom's family should pay. Okay, so that makes sense because this audience makes is a bunch of brides. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. Buffet is just as good as a plated dinner. So for our wedding, we did family style, which I think is kind of the best of both worlds. Because mm. uh, plate of dinners, I think you end up with stuff on your plate that you don't really want. And that's kind yeah. of a little, unco- can be uncomfortable for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's dietary restrictions or whatever. And then, you, you know, you don't have to track as much. But family style, I think, is the best because each table has its own sort of like 
plate of we yeah. did rice and beans and yeah. codfish and chimichurri or whatever. So you can just serve what you want. It did end up costing us a little bit more to do that and plate at dinner because apparently they just really? need to make more food. Okay. Because yeah. people have options. But I like that. But it was I loved it. I loved like yeah. also it's so it's kind of communal yes. to sit at a table and oh can you pass the pork as or, an Italian I yes. love family style yeah. yeah same I I really like that and I like it because I think people like after COVID and stuff were kind of like weirded out by buffets yeah, I don't know true. why because I still love the buffet personally but this is a little more I know Jordana also did family style for yeah. hers and I remember us saying it's more it's a little safer if you are worried about germs. With a buffet mm -hmm. because you are you're sitting at a table with likely like your family and people right. you know and friends and stuff. So it's like not, you know, exposed to everybody. But I love that. I like that better. I like that as my that's my favorite option. I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's the best option. Wow. Did I you think. get an like did your venue say we can do it these different ways or did you Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A buffet was never an option. It was either family style or plated. And with the oh, plated, sure. you had to have everything on your plate which is what i didn't like like yeah. I don't, what if like my mom doesn't eat pork so they were going to give her just double fish but maybe right. that's some too much fish you know so i did, we really just wanted everyone to enjoy and again we're not we're not really regimented right prim and proper people but this <laughs> is a I'm good question of. to ask venues when you're searching for them like how do you guys serve the meal which i don't yes. think a lot of people ask because that is it it can change the dynamic. Like it plated does. makes it feel very like more formal, but formal. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Interesting. All yeah. right. Well, sixty two percent of people agreed that buffet is just as good as a plated dinner. So hmm. over half. But oh, family right. style is better. But family style <laughs> yes. trumps all. Yes. Well, that's it for our unpopular opinions brought to you by High Noon. For those who already don't know, High Noon is premium heart seltzer made with real vodka and real juice, and it is the preferred beverage this season, perfect for every event. I had many High Noons during my wedding weekend. We had them at the after party. We had them in, on Friday, the day before the wedding. They're all so delicious. My favorite, I think, is definitely the passion fruit High Noon. It is to die for. Highly recommend. If you haven't tried one of these, you're missing out. So... If the sun is out, it's time for a high noon. So head to your local liquor store to pick up some high noon for the weekend, or you can find where to purchase high noon near you by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Well, thank you guys so much. This was really, fun. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Of course. It flew by. Congratulations on your recent nuptials. Where thank can you. we be seeing you guys go on a honeymoon or are you going to go on one at all? Or yeah, we're doing a later moon. So later we're going moon. to go in February of next year. But right now what we're planning is Portugal and Morocco. Uh, we wanted to do two places that neither of us have been to at all and discover a new place together. And we sort of decided to start like so, uh, southern Portugal and then hop into Morocco. So that sounds we need amazing. to start planning that soon. I'm yes, excited. very excited. Well, I want to hear all the details once it gets planned. <laughs> all right. But until then, till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.